we are recording. Now, this is the first episode of the podcast After Choke Try Wars. This podcast is about trying to improve walking after a stroke. I am a walking and talking impaired stroke survivor and the voice of trial. Now, today, after show, Driver Walkers is sponsored by Travel Inc. Travel Inc.'s website is com. Each episode will have a guest speaker. Our guest speaker today is Matt Fitzgerald. Matt is an endurance runner. Is that correct, Matt? Yes, sir. And also, he is the author of How Bad Do You Want This? And there's a book called The Comeback Gosen. Here's Matt. I have the floor. It's yours, Matt. Right on. Well, thank you so much for that introduction and for providing this opportunity to speak to a different audience than the one I'm I'm usually talking to my my fellow endurance athletes. Uh, But um, we connected uh, through my book that you mentioned, How Bad You Want It, yeah, uh, which which you read and I guess uh, got some inspiration from. And uh, I think there's a particular chapter in there. Um, you know, I'm not an expert on stroke, obviously, or, or regaining the, the capacity to walk after stroke. But I think, you know, as you saw for yourself, there's some material in there that has some relevance, uh, more perhaps on the inspirational side. And, and there's one, one chapter in there in particular uh, uh, called The Workaround Effect um, that speaks to this. Um, in that chapter, I tell the story, excuse me, the story of a, a gentleman named Willie Stewart, who was a high school athlete, a rugby player. And then when he was 18 years old, he uh, suffered um, uh, a construction accident that amputated one of his arms. Uh, and of course, he was devastated by that. But he ended up um, coming back as an athlete through what I call this phenomenon of, of the workaround effect. Um, and uh, he actually, after uh, falling into a depression for, for a year or so, he started playing rugby again. And he became actually a better rugby player with one arm than he had been with two. And, but he couldn't do it the same way. He had to adapt. He had to change the way he played the game uh, in order to um, overcome the deficit you know, of missing an arm. Um, and so that's the workaround effect of work. That's what it really means is if you can't do something you want to do in the usual way, because something has happened to your body or your, or your brain, um, that doesn't mean you can't do it in a different way. Um, I tell the story of another athlete in there, just as another example of this workaround effect, a runner, uh, named Serena Burla, who developed a rare form of, uh, cancer in one of her legs in, in the hamstring muscles of one of her legs. 
and actually had to have one of those muscles removed. And the surgeon who performed the surgery told her afterwards that he did not think that she would be able to run again. Uh, but she did run again, and she actually ran her fastest marathon with missing one of the muscles in one of her legs that had been re removed with a cancerous tumor in it. But her stride changed. Uh, the way she ran was different. Uh, she was better, even though she was missing an important muscle for running. And that, again, is this workaround effect at work. There are also other examples, even outside of sports. There's the famous uh, pianist, Leon Fleischer, who died last year. Um, he lost the ability. He was one of, considered the world's greatest pianist, and he lost the ability to use one of his hands, uh, but then just relearned the piano with one hand um, and had uh, a long career as a one-handed uh, piano player before eventually actually as an elderly person regaining the ability to use the hand that he'd, he'd lost function in. So how this workaround effect works is through a phenomenon known as uh, neuroplasticity. Um, and so your brain is by far the most adaptable organ in your body. Um, there are examples where, for example, um, if a child loses their sight early in life, uh, neurons, which are brain cells that were initially deployed for, uh, for sight, will actually be repurposed for hearing. And that's why you know, it's well known that a lot of people who um, are blind have extremely acute hearing. And that's even the case if you're not born uh, without sight. Um, if you uh, lose sight early in life, um, your brain will actually remodel itself saying, well, we don't need these neurons for sight anymore. Let's use them for hearing and it will allow you um, to adapt to, to blindness. And so that's how neuroplasticity works. Um, on a practical level, if you want to take advantage of this amazing capacity of your brain to walk again after a stroke, when you see these real world examples of, of people using the workaround effect, there are two characteristics that stand out. One is perseverance. They don't give up. You know, Serena Burla, after her surgeon said, I don't think you'll be able to run again after the surgery, she just didn't listen. She said, well, I'm going to try anyway, and she kept trying. Same thing with uh, Willie Stewart, the, the rugby player, who was better with one arm than two. Um, these people persevered. They, they wouldn't give up. They just kept trying. Um, the other thing that these, the characteristics that, characteristic that these individuals have is adaptability. The thing you have to understand is, you know, when you've, when you've lost function in some way, you don't necessarily know how you're going to be able to walk again or whatever, but you don't have to. The way you get there is through trial and error and experimentation. Your brain is, is your unconscious brain is a lot smarter than your conscious brain. So if you just give it opportunities to find new ways, it will over time. So I think that takes some of the pressure off. If, if you're initially struggling to walk after a stroke, that doesn't really mean anything. Um, you just have to go through a process of exposing your neuromuscular system to the stimulus and it will start to figure things out over time. So I think there is, again, I'm no expert in this area, but I think there is a lot of hope for people uh, in, in that sort of situation. So those are the two things I would leave you with. Uh, don't give up and be flexible. Thanks, Matt. That was wonderful. Very inspirational. Thank you. Thank you very much.